Welcome to Talking Wyndham, your weekly insight into the people who make our city surprising, fascinating, vibrant and interesting. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page. G'day, I'm Kevin Hillier and welcome to another edition of Talking Wyndham. This is episode 31 and today you'll meet Dean Menzel from Brantham Creative. You'll find out all about Dean, all about Brantham Creative and also a little bit about the 2019 Wyndham Business Awards. Now, Dean and her company, Brantham Creative, run of course with her partner David Small, won the new and merging micro business. We'll find out what that's all about. We'll find out what Brantham Creative's all about. And if you want to know more about the the Business Awards and you want to know more about how how to grow your business. You've got questions about things that go on in the city of Wyndham uh, in terms of business growth and business help. Well, the people to talk to are the uh, the crew at the Wyndham Council's Economic Growth Unit, and they are bringing us uh, this edition of the podcast. So if you want more details, simply send them an email. It's that simple for everybody. Business at wyndham.vic.gov.au. The Economic Growth Unit uh, is only a very small unit, but uh, they certainly do a lot of great work, and they'll help you with, uh, if you're looking uh, for areas to grow, if you're looking for help, if you need assistance in a whole myriad of areas, they can help you out. Business at windham.vic.gov.au. I'll tell you about the Winnovation Festival uh, that's on. I'll talk to you about uh, some of the uh, the things that they're doing, which are real game changers in the city of Windham and for uh, emerging and starting up businesses. That's where they do their best work. Uh, we're trying to get as much employment in the city of Windham as we possibly can so people don't have to go outside. And that's where talking to the Windham City Council and their economic growth unit is the perfect place to start. Business at windham.vic.gov.au. But let's get stuck into this week's podcast and meet Dean Menzel. The Talking Wyndham podcast and uh, Dean Menzel from uh, Brantham Creative is our special guest. Firstly, congratulations on uh, winning the Wyndham Business Awards. So uh, well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. It was a nice surprise. You're making a bit <laughs> a of a, making a habit of winning these. Oh, look, we were we were finalists last year, and um, and that was a great experience in itself. We learnt a lot uh, about our business, and um, and we've had a great year. So so it was really nice to cap it off last week with a win. Yeah, no, fantastic. And uh, I mean, awards uh, the acknowledgement uh, for yourself and and for the people that you work with and and for the work that you're doing. It's it's nice to get that pat on the back. It it does feel good. Everyone enjoys that. Oh, it does. And look, the city of Wyndham um, has been such a great supporter of, of small business. Um, and look, we we just started in 2016, so for us to um, to get that kind of support and to be able to grow, um, it's been great for us. Well, let's t- talk about uh, the business now. Tell us, tell tell everyone exactly what Brantham Creative is. Now, you mentioned you've only been around for a couple of years, so uh, you've got a, obviously a long background in the music industry. But firstly, tell us uh, before we get to your background, tell us about what the business is all about. Okay, well, we started out. Uh, it was just a, uh, my uh, business partner Dave and myself. We actually started out in a cover band, and uh, we're both musicians. Um, and we wanted to do something that was a little bit, a little bit more connective with people. So we actually started the business. It was called Voice Your Brand at the time, um, and we were doing a lot of team building with um, with local groups, local businesses. Um, and we found that um, it was quite an enjoyable uh, business to have. People were were having fun. We were actually um, creating a, a signature brand anthem within these team building groups that they could use within their own marketing. And then we actually evolved 
the the offering to creating a brand anthem for businesses for use across multiple platforms, so across their digital uh, videos, whether it was radio advertising, anything, because we thought, well, people have a visual logo, why not have a sonic logo as well in your marketing? Makes perfect sense. And I mean, there are, there are graded, uh, you know, uh, uh, across the years, there's so many uh, jingles and things, if, uh, that's the traditional name from, I guess, before we started to call them anthems and brand anthems and brand anthems, <laughs> but uh, there's so many of them sit in our head and, and resonate with us because they were a part of our life and they're instantly recognisable for that uh, particular brand, whether it's Vegemite or Aeroplane Jelly or, you know, uh, Hard Yakker or whatever it is, the, the, it really works, it gets into your head. It's true and I, I think that's part of what we do. We do... Um you know, focus on how catchy uh, the Branthams are. But there's one thing that um, we really wanted to flip the message because with traditional jingles, obviously, like, you know, with Vegemite, um, you know, an aeroplane jelly, you've got the brand name and the tagline um, usually within the jingle. And um, and we really wanted to flip the message to, to be more about uh, the customer, um, you know, what the customer is wanting and, and you know, uh, what they desire in the brand. So... Um, so the messaging most of the time for these brands has no brand name or tagline in it where we can avoid it, um, but rather the, the message to, that the customer really wants to hear. So what we found with the brands that we've created for our clients, whether or not they're rebranding or whether or not they're evolving, the message is it resonates with the with the person who hears it, which is their target audience. And um, we found that they've had great success in connecting with their target audience as a result. Yeah, it's that it's that engaging with the person who is basically, in the end of the day, going to be your consumer or your customer or your uh, the person that you're doing business with. Exactly, exactly. And um, you know, not just that, but I think you know, having an ability to make these quite contemporary is as good as what you'd hear on Spotify or or today's radio is an important thing because um, it needs to be current um, and, you know, uh, you know, with the, the customers that are buying out there now. I mean, music's such a big thing. You know, people have got their, uh, their Spotify playlists and uh, genres of music that they like, and we really try and tap into that. So take us through the process. If I come to come to you, uh, come to uh, to Brantham Creative, and sit down, and say, "Okay, so I've got this, I've got this uh, business of mine," and uh, take me through the process of how we kind of come up with a Brantham for for my business. Okay, well, we we usually start at the outcome because uh, we want our clients to actually get some results from what we create. So, firstly, we look at what the business wants to achieve and so for example if you want to to attract more more clients to your social media page then we look at a strategy that will be in line with that but we also look at understanding your target audience whether or not we actually sample your product or or we we try and experience your your service we really try and get into the heads of the target audience to understand what the messaging is what whether there's a pain or a desire um, that you're uh, alleviating, we really try and get into the, into the minds of the target audience. And from there, we start to create and piece together what would be a demo because we believe that without our clients actually understanding what we're creating for them, uh, being able to hear how that will work, being able to see how that will work, there's, there's no real point. So our clients usually get to, to hear a sample of what we create and see how it would work with their uh, 
with the strategy we put together to create the outcome for them. So yeah. it might be teeing it up with a video or, or something like that, uh, a video campaign, or you know, looking at the channels that they're not using at the moment that could work for them. Uh, and it's a be, been interesting exercise on many occasions because if I come to you and I'm a you know a middle aged man I come to you and I my target audience is uh, let's say eighteen to twenty four year old uh, males and females um, I'm not in that I'm not in that demographic so it must be interesting sometimes to come up with the musical concept that works for the target audience when you're dealing with someone who's you know uh, way 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 out of the uh, the target audience of what they're actually selling. Well, that's true. And, and we do sort of say to our clients, and it can be a bit of a shock, we say it's not about you, it's yes. about them. Yes. Uh, and it, it, is a, it is a bit of a shock. We actually had a client once that wanted us to write something that was very much uh, based on like Queen, you yep. know, the band Queen, because yep. they were very big Queen fans. And, um, and their target audience was a very young audience and uh, where English was actually not the first language. You know, they were dealing with a lot of childcare workers and so forth. Yeah. So we actually created a dance track for them and it was very different to what they ha- had in mind, but it resonated with the target audience, which was a younger demographic and obviously easy to, to remember lyrics. Uh, this was actually a, a, a first aid training facility and so they actually used this particular track, which was designed to be the, the correct um, beats per minute for uh, CPR. So, oh, okay. uh, so it works as a training tool as well um, uh, within their training facility. Great to, to be out there and sort of think to yourself, well, if I had to save a life, I can remember this track. It's, it really is, <laughs> you know, yeah, when yeah. things are running through your mind, you know, it's, it's a great uh, tool to save a life as well. So... Yeah, it can be very different genre of music to what the business owner would would probably think to have. Yes, <laughs> it must be uh, both a challenge and and really refreshing for yourself and David to, to have that kind of blank canvas where you can just go, okay, this one will be a rap thing, this one will be hip hop, this one will be like a Queen type thing, or this one will be like a Mariah Carey. You can go any way you want. Oh, we can. And look, we've got a quite an ecosystem of um, session musicians and vocalists. So really, uh, yeah, it allows us to, to be quite creative in that sense. But at the end of the day for us, it really is about looking at the outcome, what will fit the genre um, of uh, the target audience. Um, and and work to that because that we really have to package it in in that sense. Otherwise, I mean, like I suppose we could just slap any old song together. But um, you know, lyrically, musically, um, it is all actually very strategic. <laughs> yeah, no, I can imagine. Um, we're talking about session musicians. We're talking about your time. We're talking about all that stuff. Uh, and uh, I'm sure people listening to this go, oh, it probably costs a fortune. But I'm sure it doesn't cost a fortune. Well, look, uh, I mean, what we usually say to our clients. Is and, and we do look at budgets as well. What what where people can afford, you know, depends on the campaign uh, and and what the return is. I mean, like we've heard of of people spending, you know, a few thousand dollars, and then the return on the investment, you know, when the, to bring the amount of clients that it brings in, it brings in like you know a good twenty thousand to twenty five thousand dollars worth of clients. Yeah. So I mean, it's, I suppose it's just perspective. Um, you know, any kind of spending for, for business, if it gives a great return, then I suppose that's, that's where our we usually have that conversation with our clients because every client's different. 
from a creative point of view, is, is are most of them uh, sort of snap into the, into your and David's head pretty quickly, or it can sometimes it be like anything? It be a longer process than others, and uh, well, it it depends. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, it really is about us understanding the target audience and understanding the messaging. And um, sometimes it might take, you know, one or two goes at it, going a bit back and forth with client and, and we might have to change a word here and there. But other than that, you know, the, the majority of clients, we've sort of pretty much nailed it um, in terms of the messaging uh, that they've wanted. Um, for example, uh, a, a dance competition that um, hired us basically said to us at the beginning, can you write something for us that's better than Justin Timberlake and One Direction, which was what they were using at their uh, okay. competitions around the world um, as their, you know, sort of like brand uh, song. And um, and we wrote something for them and they now use it all over the world. They That was pretty much straight away popped into our heads. Um, you know, it, it came together quite quickly and um, – and yeah, and she's using it now with all of her marketing, the, the awards and so forth that she's uh, going for now um, as part of her brand. It's become quite iconic now because of the track. So yeah, it, it, that one took, you know, probably less than the, not the research, but the, yeah. the coming together, you know, took, uh, you know, a few days. Others take a few weeks. Depends. Uh, there's a lot of a uh, lot of businesses over the years have used uh, hit songs and turned them into to jingles for themselves in in that sort of uh, way. But the the difference here is that you're getting something original that, that that's yours that doesn't make people think of Sting when they uh, you know when they hear your jingle or hear your your Sonic uh, logo. Uh, they think of you, not not of uh, you know a Police song or a Bruce Springsteen song or whoever it might be. Well, that's true and it can be a bit tricky using other people's music for, for various reasons there are copyright issues obviously you need yep. permissions and things like that to use um, copyrighted music uh, whereas this is you know exclusively yours the other thing too is that I have seen in advertising big brands that have used the same song and um, I've sort of used the analogy of two women turning up to, the, to a wedding in the same dress which yeah. can be quite <laughs> awkward yeah, it's very good. <laughs> and especially um, when you're marketing your, your brand and you're using the same track as somebody else at the same time and it has been has been done, it, it really doesn't make your brand stand out for starters. But the other thing too is that if you are using a track that is bigger than you, like for example, Lorna Jane, I saw her speaking on a stage a year or two ago and as she walked off the stage, they played Taylor Swift and within three seconds, the crowd forgot about Lorna Jane and uh, was thinking about Taylor Swift. Yeah. So, um, so it it can work against you if if you, the track that you're using is bigger than your own brand. If you're say um, McDonald's or um, you know or like Nike, then using somebody else's song might work for you. But um, for smaller brands that are really wanting to become known for their their own identity. Yeah, I would say copyrighted music can work against you. Yeah, and and in, in the case of McDonald's, and they've got a campaign at the moment where they're using uh, a, a hit song, I think from the eighties or nineties. Uh, but all you see is that you see the uh, the McDonald's logo, and that's an incidental piece of music in the background that really kind of just enhances you seeing the burger or whatever it is. Um, I wanted to ask you. Uh, we said at the start that we wanted to talk about uh, your background. So uh, tell us about uh, your musical background and, uh, and and where you've been uh, about. Oh, look, I've been around the trap. So anything from cover bands to, you know, I ran a performing arts company for about 10 years. I ran um, two 
reputable Melbourne choirs in uh, for a number of years as well. So I've been around music for most of my life. I also had a great opportunity a couple of years ago, which I, I have kept this uh, sister business, which partners with us for Give Back campaigns, and it's called Choir in the Cloud. Um, and it's a virtual choir, which means that um, uh, we ask people to sing on a track, but they're all they're from all parts of the world and they contribute by their smartphone, right. um, which is uh, a very interesting concept, especially when uh, people can't get together to sing. But we pulled one together with Kate Sobrano, um, who I'd met uh, several years ago. Oh, and, wow. um, yeah, it, it was thought uh, for the International Day of Peace in 2016. If you look it up, you can Google uh, or on YouTube, Waltzing Matilda, Kate Sobrano, and you'll see um, what we did with that. We actually, I, I rewrote um, the Waltzing Matilda for a global message, uh, and we had about 30,000 people um, around the world which uh, viewed the video on Facebook. We had 100% positive social media engagement, which is Almost unheard of. I was going to say, that is unheard of. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've not had one bad uh, message or comment on that. It's uh, it's been absolutely uh, beautiful, considering that it's an Australian song um, and we had 24 countries participating in that that virtual event. Um, And, yeah, so it was received really beautifully uh, across the world. Um, Yeah, so... I've done a few things. Um, Kate was also, or the way I met Kate was that I wrote, wrote a book called The Voice Factor in 2013 and she wrote my forward, uh, which was just a, you know, five-step how to sing um, book compressed in, uh, you know, in a really short read uh, and it was just for beginners just to learn the basics of music. But, yeah, so I've done a few things around, uh, around the chaps before uh, for starting this business. Have you, have you always been a singer? Have you sung from when you were little? Oh, look, I've always been musical. I did more singing as I got older, but uh, but always had a love of music, a love of bringing people together yeah. through music, um, you know, uh, and and just enjoying harmony, just the, you know, and, and musicality. So, uh, yeah, I, I think my mum wanted me to become an accountant. <laughs> and I, I, funnily enough, Peel an, an onion. Uh, I do have my degree in accounting. I did that um, for my mum, but uh, but through that, I was able to start a business and have the um, the tools that I needed to start a business as well. So so it's been a great balance. Uh, so how do you finish up in the city of Wyndham? Well, I, I was actually living in the southeast suburbs. I, I came out here to buy a um, to buy an investment property uh, about ten. 10, 12 years ago, yeah. and um, around the time I'd met my now husband. So um, so we were, we were both working in the city, but uh, because I had the house out here, it was it was the perfect opportunity just to, to settle down, and um, and I've been here ever since, and I've loved, I love the West. It's, it's been great to see the growth here and, um, and uh, experience another part of Melbourne. Now we mentioned that you uh, won the uh, the new and merging micro award at the uh, the business award. What about what about setting up a business in the in the city of Wyndham? Was that a difficult process? Did you get a lot of help from uh, from uh, various organisations when you were setting up? Um, well, look, the city of Wyndham's always been uh, a great support, you know, and they've had some great resources. Uh, with my background 
through accounting. I, I did know how to set up a business and, and I had run my um, my uh, choir from this side of town as well as my performing arts company as well. So through that, we had some great support through the local community centres as well in the city of Wyndham and, and also just, yeah, just different ways to promote through the local paper and so forth. So, so it's been a great way to grow business here. I think, you know, I've seen a lot of growth, especially in the last couple of years, uh, you know, with new networking groups popping up um, for business in yep. this area. So, um, so it's been really interesting to see how it's, it's grown, especially in the last like five years I've noticed um, and starting this business as well, um, meeting more businesses rather than um, just sort of business to customer. So, yeah, it's been a big difference. So what's the future for uh, Brantham Creative? What's what's on the horizon? Oh, wow. Uh, well, look, you know, obviously still um, – creating uh, excellent products for the clients that we have. We'd love to venture out um, and, you know, expand our services. We, we've we just expanded into videography this year, so teaming that up with what we do so that we can create more um, branded video promotion for, for businesses. Um, but also, uh, you know, like the different kinds of businesses, we, we are reaching more out into corporates. Um, a little bit more uh, bigger size businesses just to sort of challenge ourselves as well and push us to grow. So that's that's it for there <laughs> until we uh, um, until we we bring on more people and obviously be able to service a wider community as well. Well, uh, what's the best way for people to contact you, Dean? Um, usually through the website, we've got a contact form on there. Facebook great because you can also uh, follow our updates and stay um, up to date. We're doing uh, a few promotions with the block recently, which is quite interesting. You'll oh, be able to see that on our, our Facebook page. Um, and also we're on LinkedIn. So you can either search under my name, Dean Menzel, or Branson Creative in, um, on LinkedIn. Well, congratulations on uh, on winning the business award, uh, and uh, and well done on uh, on you know, having a thriving, successful, and uh, business for the future in uh, in the city of Wyndham. We thank you very much for your time uh, on our Talking Wyndham podcast. It's been a pleasure to have a chat. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for having me on. Good on you, Dean. Thanks to Dean and uh, good luck to uh, to Dean and to David on uh, all their future business uh, adventures uh, here in the uh, in the city of Wyndham. Certainly, from very small things, they've uh, they've grown beautifully. And uh, you too might have some questions for the uh, economic growth unit, as as Dean did and David did, and they went and asked those. They met with them. They did all that. Uh, so maybe uh, that's uh, where you're at at the moment. And do you need a little help in growing your business? Maybe you're starting up and you want some help. Well, talk to uh, the economic growth unit. That's what they're there for business at windham.vic.gov.au be only too happy to answer any questions that you have and we thank them for sponsoring this edition of the podcast and of course if you want details on the business awards for next year never too early to get your information and find out about that uh, just talk to the team at the uh, economic growth unit business at windham.vic.gov.au hope you enjoyed this podcast until the next time i'm kevin hillier thanks for listening Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page.